This week on the Jock and Nerd Podcast, it's time for another random Godzilla movie as we review 2004's Godzilla Final Wars. Plus, details on Marvel's creative retooling. Has Henry Cavill joined the MCU? The next Jurassic World movie finds its director. The Dune 2 director hates dialogue and more. All in this edition of the Jock and Nerd Weekly for Monday, February 26th, 2024. Hey, this is Kevin Conroy, the voice of Batman. Welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast. Remember, Batman's got your back. Oh yeah, what's up, listener? Hello, and welcome to the Jock and Nerd Podcast, where we give you comic book and superhero TV and movie news, reviews, and whatever we choose. Jock and Nerd! My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. And joining us, uh, it's a fella, he puts the cum in Kumanga. <laughs> it's Rug Boy. What's up, Rugs? Well, you know, he shoots out a lot of yellow goo, and so do I, so yes, we have that in common. That, yeah. is a, that is an obscure kaiju I make pun, my everyone. own. Yes, I make my own brand of uh, spider webs, if you know what I'm saying. Horrifying. He's creepy, and he has yellow webs, yes. You remember in Spider-Man 1, where he's in his room all alone, making webs? And he's just shooting jizz yeah. webs all over the place? Yeah, yeah. that was yeah. modeled after my life. I see. It's accurate. Anyways, I thought he'd appreciate the obscure kaiju pun. Are yeah, if you don't not- know, Kumanga is a kaiju <laughs> that looks like a giant spider or something. Look it up. Yeah, it's, it's, it's frightening. And we're going to talk about uh, uh, Kumanga later because he's frightening. He's in the movie we're reviewing. But before that, got a couple of things to discuss. Let's get it started. The Jock, the Jock and Ned Podcast. I'd like to discuss this Hollywood Reporter article, fellas. Came out. Uh, it's got some interesting tidbits. I've got some bullet points. The title is How Marvel is Quietly Retooling Amid Superhero Fatigue. It's a, it's a pretty good piece. And uh, there's a couple of interesting things to discuss. Starting with, I, you probably saw this being uh, all these headlines when the Deadpool trailer came out during the Super Bowl. It was the most watched trailer of all time. The number was 365 million views in 24 hours. Oh, shit. That's a lot. That's a they, lot. They did. It, it's true. That is true. But they did count the 20-second teaser that it ran during the yes, Super Bowl as they, part of that. So, yes. Disney's fudging the numbers and counting the 123 million people, which was the highest for a Super Bowl uh, game ever. Remember, we were talking about what the views right. were. Yeah, That yeah. was like the most watched thing ever. 123 million people. So they counted in 365, whatever. It does beat out like Avengers Infinity and Endgame. And uh, No Way Home, right? Yep. All those movies did what? They made like $2 billion. Uh, I think this movie makes $2 billion. I'm calling it right now. Deadpool Wolverine. $2 billion? billion? I think it's. I think it has the potential to make $2 billion. Whoa. Rugs, what do you that's think? A, that that's over, a my hell of a take. Am I overshooting? Wow. Are you asking me? Yes. Yes, I'm, of course. But uh, I don't think it's that far off. I think it's more like 1.5. But Okay. But uh, you're not insane for thinking that. I think 
uh, people like Deadpool, especially the young kiddos. You said two billion. Well, I'm just saying, if it beat out the views for those other movies that made two billion dollars, then equal ipso facto. There, there's only yeah, billion. there's only there's only one Marvel film that's made two billion dollars. No, No Way Home, and uh, I'm looking at it right now. No, and, way, no way Home is one point nine. Oh, almost. Okay, close. Endgame is the only just one. Just Endgame 2. made two billion. billion. Okay. Yeah, I don't think it's going to beat Endgame. So maybe it gets around there. All right. Like 1. Yeah, 1. 5, 1.5. Yeah, 1.5. 1.5, 1.7. 1.4. Yeah. Uh, on the flip side, they've confirmed the Marvels is the lowest grossing of the 33 MCU movies, uh, finishing at $206 million worldwide. So, yeah. Uh, disappointment a little bit, huh? A little bit, a little bit. Still better than uh, probably what uh, Madam Web probably won't even make $100 million. So, yeah. Marvel's lost money, though, for sure. Yeah, for that one. Yeah, so that's weird. Okay, you got both sides of the thing. Okay, the next thing uh, they talk about is uh, Agatha Darkhold Diaries, because it is going to be one of the TV shows we're getting, and how they just had one day of reshoots instead of five. Hmm. Everybody. Is that better? Uh, Supposedly, yeah, that's good. I think that's good. You save money, and they're like, we didn't need the five days after all. I think that's that's a positive thing. I don't know. I'm, I'm doubtful on that one. You're not going to mention, you don't have this in your bullet points, so I'll just jump in and say right here. Yeah. Uh, another show they have already filmed, um, Ironheart. Oh. They're just, right now, they're, they, it's all filmed. They they're just sit, haven't, so they're, they're, not, they're, they're just holding it. They're hmm. not doing anything with it okay. right now. Okay. They're sitting at it, done filming. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of things they mentioned that are be- becoming, starting shooting, and a lot of things that are done shooting. Uh, okay. Here's where it gets interesting. They've hired Eric Pearson to polish the script for Fantastic Four. That's going to shoot this summer in London. Uh, he worked on Thor Ragnarok and Black Widow. So I don't know if that's that's uh, good or bad, but the fact that they're still working on the script is One was a film that a lot of people liked. The other one was kind yeah. of meh. Yeah. So could go either way with the Eric Pearson. Uh, this one's interesting. They've hired Joanna Kahlo, who was the showrunner of The Bear, which everybody Frida loves. Kahlo? We're not free to Kahlo. Oh, oh, she's great. Love her portrait. That's your cousin. No, it's well. We have certain <laughs> things. That, we have certain similarities. I'll give you that much. We're both good painters. That's what I, mean. I haven't heard. Rob yeah, sure. <laughs> I was trying to figure out what you were going we're with. Both that, artists. So many directions. <laughs> like it's really oh. like it really could go in a lot of different places. Joanna Kahlo, showrunner of The Bear, is working on the script for the Thunderbolts. That is, uh, it says here they're going to begin shooting in March, but like Florence Pugh just posted, they have begun shooting this movie in Atlanta, uh, and. It says in here, the script change, it was centered on villains and antiheroes going on a mission that was supposed to end with their deaths. This was going to be their suicide squad, but now it sounds like it's not. Is that good? I guess it's good. I like some of those characters. We don't want them all to die. This isn't a suicide squad, so it shouldn't try to be that. Right? Do you think somebody's not making it out of that movie, though, with this cast? If someone dies, that's cool. Like, one, it's add stakes to the movie and some emotional weight. Marvel doesn't kill people. When's the last time? They, they don't really do that, When's though. The last yeah. Time they killed someone important. It doesn't. It seems forced. Anthony, who doesn't make it out alive to the Thunderbolts? Or is it? It's a ghost. Ship. Ghost. <laughs> Nobody cares about ghosts. <laughs> no one cares about ghosts. Look, you kill her. Can't even see she's her. Already, she's already a ghost. <laughs> no. Taskmaster. Yes. No one likes that character. 
Uh, yeah, you could get rid of those. I don't. There's know. too many of the same character anyway. Yeah, yeah. This movie's weird, but they're 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 making it. They're making it. Uh, the next thing is kind of big. It regards Marvel dropping, you know, Jonathan Majors and the whole Kang situation. Uh, they're saying here that the film, initially titled Avengers: The Kang Dynasty, will be getting a new title to remove the character's name. So they are going to change the title, but do they still recast or they just don't use Kang at all? Still unclear. No Kang. I mean, that's what I would do. I was on the train of recasting Kang and keeping everything as is. Yeah. But Quantumania really also did a number on that character. I feel like, and I've seen stories with, having him lose to Ant Man. Yeah, really tough. In that way, yeah. I think they may be recasting Kang and then just like make his role smaller or write him off in one more appearance. I don't know, uh, but I, I'm pretty sure they're going to change the title. You can't have the movie called the King Dynasty anymore. It's just not going to work. Not going to. It's. I think it's a little tainted. A little taint. There's a little taint in there. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, and it also says in here, the executives are calling this is not a reboot, but a retooling, creative retooling. And finally, Iger really is excited about Captain America four. Uh, he, and he did not mention blade at all. Now here's the thing. They have four movies on the schedule next year four MCU movies. They do not need to release four fucking movies. Uh, I think they should push back Blade. Blade is not happening. I know that 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 doesn't seem likely. I mean, they're not. They don't even have anything. Yeah. No. So yes, the 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 follow up story is that Maharshal Ali is still sticking around, and they finally gotten the script someplace where they like oh. it. So at least they're like giving it time, and they're trying yeah, to. Maharshal Ali it. is going to be dead. I know. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, there's no way that yeah, Blade's coming out later. I mean, they announced this guy in like twenty nineteen. Yeah. Or twenty twenty, whatever that was. It's been four 20, years. Twenty nineteen, yeah. yeah. It's been fi- almost gonna be five years. So they gotta push it. You just you need to put you don't need to put up four movies. You got the no, three big movies. movies. Uh I hope Marshall uh stays around. But I've heard I read like that's that's the next article is uh he, Daniel Rickman is saying the script is better and he likes the script, that's why He's sticking around, which is positive, right? The things. Yeah, so look, the things they're trying to do. I think this is all going to be really good once it all comes together. Yeah, they they needed to. Uh, we 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 talked about they were. They basically almost have hit ground zero with the Marvels and 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 uh, Secret Invasion. Yeah, and then then Echo, like these these are all bad things. So they they got their slap in the face. There's nothing like exciting down the road. Like the only thing that's like, like that could be cool if if they do Secret Wars. Yeah, but and yeah, and they don't. But they don't have Iron Man. They don't have the Cap. They don't have all the people that were in Secret Wars. So it's still gonna be like a funky Secret Wars anyway. It's not even gonna be like the real deal shit. So it's kind of like they put themselves in a bad corner, and uh, they don't really have a lot of things that are exciting. Except for maybe Deadpool, Deadpool, and if the Mar the not the Marvels, Fantastic Four works out, that might. I'm be still something. like that. That could be a great hit, or it could be a complete flop. It's really one or the other. Yeah. Read the what's their schedule coming up? 
Oh, so there's Captain America. Hold on. Like, Captain America will be okay. I don't think it's going to be great. I think it'll be all right. All right. We got uh, we got uh, Deadpool and Wolverine, July right. 26, 2024. That's the only one this year. That's nice. the only one. One movie. Right. Great. TV shows, we might get Agatha. We're definitely right. getting Agatha. Agatha. Not okay. watching that. No. no come on. I'm going to make you watch He's it. He's going to make you watch We're it. We're going to have to watch it. If you count animation, X-Men 97, but uh, let's just stick with live action for now. Yeah. February 14, 2025, Captain America, Brave New World. Yes. Now, this that one's gone through a lot of reshoots. Yes. this I heard the endings changed and whether Red Hulk is in there or the Serpent Society has been removed. They had the Jewish character. Uh, I don't know what has happened to this movie, but they're going to have to finish it. Right. Right. Um, May 2nd, 2025, Thunderbolts. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. And then Fantastic Four would be the next one, right? July 25th, 2025. And then they have Blade scheduled for November 2025. That's not happening. Still November 7th, 2025. And then yeah. Avengers 5 and 6 May, in the May 2026 and 2027. 2026. And one of those, well, is Secret, is it, well, one of those is Secret Wars. Secret Wars, yeah, would, would have been one. the one in 2027. What happens to the first one? Maybe make it two-part Secret Wars. You kind of want to build up to the Secret Wars. Uh, all right, wait. I, I, I mean, yeah. I bet it's going to be what they're going to do is Doom. Tease Doom and Fantastic Four, because that's what happened in the second Secret Wars. Is yes. He's the one behind everything. Yes. So regarding that, I have uh, there's a couple. Of, before we get down to that, there's a couple other things about Fantastic Four saying Javier Bardem. Still current offer for Galactus and Herbie. They're looking for a comedian to voice Herbie. It's kind of fun. But have you seen all these crazy Henry Cavill and Daniel Craig MCU rumors? One of them or both of them has like has accepted a role in the MCU. Mm. And there was some confusion over whether Daniel Craig got the doom role or Henry Cavill got the doom role. Yes. Daniel Craig? Daniel Craig. Both yes. Oh. James Bond. That would kind of that throws me off, but I don't hate he that. He would be an amazing dude. I think I think that that would be pretty good. He's I think he would be fucking great. Like that's that's I never would have even thought of that. Yeah. But that's great. But um I don't see him doing it. I don't think he would do it. Well, maybe maybe Marvel backs up the Brinks truck for the guy. <laughs> and they're like, we need to knock this out of the park with our next big villain. Hmm. Yeah, if you want, need a name, right? If you're going Javier Bardem, it's a pretty good name for Galactus. For Galactus? Yeah. They were just in a movie together, too. They were just in oh. a James Bond movie together. Well, and Henry Cavill, I think uh, Craig beat out Cavill for James Bond. Uh, but as far as Henry Cavill, I, who could he play? I want him He's to be Beyonder. Oh, yeah. Do you think he's Beyonder? Yeah, you've said the Beyonder. The the rumor that maybe it's too on the nose, but everyone's been saying Captain Britain. So, like, would this guy do a supporting role or would he want a lead role? You know, it's Henry Cavill. You're going to think of Superman. I want him to play the character from Argyle in the MCU. I think that'd be (laughs) hilarious. Give me the haircut back. (laughs) But has he shooken off Superman? Like, if we see him in the MCU, is it going to be weird? It'd be like, uh, Superman is in the MCU. This is kind of weird, but I can get over it, maybe. Well, you know, I think it'll be fine because they're doing a Superman movie in 2024, 2025, oh, oh, 2025. That's true. So we will see a new Superman before then. Reset the Superman. Right. 
Oh. I don't know. I maybe he wants to play against type. He was the the savior of the DC universe. Maybe he's the Beyonder and he wants to go in the Thanos route where he's like a very memorable uh villain in a couple of parts of the uh, maybe it was a two-parter, three-parter, whatever. So if he's Beyonder and Secret Wars. I don't know. Who uh Anthony, who else could he play? Sentry? No, I don't know. Sentry, yeah. That's up for grabs still, yeah. Yeah. Although Sentry's um his, he's a little bit of a meek guy when he's not the century. So I'm not sure how. Uh, I'm not sure Henry Cavill. You, you, but definitely he wouldn't blend in a crowd. That let's just say that his physique. Uh, who else could he play? I'm trying to think of like who they've got coming up. What about any X Men? Make him play Mole Man. Mole Cyclops Man is a fantastic boy. <laughs> yeah. What about he could like, play Cyclops? What about X Men? Wait, I but the, Cyclops sucks. Like he's the leader, but, but he's like not really like the coolest. No, character. he's kind of yeah, it's kind of a jerk, and he's like a good. But that's his role. Like that's the character, right? Is like right. Who, that you kind of he's, well, he's he can be cool if you make him less square. Mm. Uh, so screen rant here. Okay, it's got ten roles for Henry Cavill MCU. Dracula could be introduced in the Marvel Studios Blade. No, no. Uh, Conan the Barbarian. I guess that's a. It's not a, technically. No, MCU. he's not going to be Conan. No. Uh, Black Bolt, but they're not going to do. Oh, anything. They don't no. really have that dude. Yeah. yeah Who made be, this list? This list is horrible. Genus Vel can be introduced it, 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 before him. Rob pulled that list. This, like, this is a great list. This list then, is horrible. <laughs> Sebastian Shaw uh, for X Men as an X Men villain. Hi- no, Hyperion. That's Hi, that. Hyperion. That's, yeah, that's super. That's a great like uh, fuck you casting. Yeah, would yeah, because it's there. But they're never going to do the Squadron Supreme, though. So they have in here the Beyonder rugs at number four. So it's not a horrible list. Uh, And then they have Cyclops number three, Uh, Mister Sinister. Uh, I don't like that role for him. Mister Sinister would be kind of fun. He and like Sinister, I think, is the bad guy in the cartoon in the new cartoon. And then Captain Britain, Henry Cavill, I think, said he wants to play Captain Britain. Uh, the Captain Britain thing would be fun. You could do uh, Captain Carter in there too. They, it could be like that universe or something. I don't know. But I'm interested uh, to see how it pans out because yeah. there's a lot of things he can do. I definitely those four: Beyonder, Captain Britain, Hyperion, Hyperion, and maybe Sentry. I think are in the are in the sphere of what they could do with him. Sinister is interesting though. Yeah, he could be. There's a bunch of roles in the X-Men things coming up. Uh, but I expect one or both of these people, Craig and Cavill, should pop up in the MCU. Should be fun. Okay, last thing. In the news here. I mentioned Last week we mentioned, I think it was last week, we talked about they're still making Jurassic Park movies. In fact, they're trying to get one out next July 2025, the same month Superman is coming out, Superman Legacy, and the Fantastic Four, as we just mentioned, is coming out. It's going to be a crazy July David Leach was in talks to direct. Well, that didn't work out, and they quickly hired a new director. Uh, con- deadline confirming Gareth Edwards will be directing this new Jurassic World movie. Oh, shit. Of course, Gareth Edwards directing Godzilla 2014, Rogue One, the creator. Uh, I think this is a fucking great pick. It's a slam dunk, but... There's only going to be like three minutes of dinosaur action. Well, look, <laughs> but here's the thing: he gets to he gets to make up for Godzilla a little bit, you know. Maybe you after know. all the backlash, and then what we saw he did with 
like a smaller budget and special effects in the creator. I really like the creator. That's I, true. That's I, a good point. I, I want to watch it again. It's on streaming. I think it's a really good movie. The end's a little rushed. Yeah, maybe. A little convenient. But it's fucking, he did such a great job building that world. Yeah, no, he's he's a really good pick. Um, if, if you want someone to bring back the scale of the dinosaurs and making it awesome when they're on screen, I think he's the guy. I just think you'll need someone to punch up the script a little bit the, and make sure that it's not too slow. The thing about him is he's really got a good vision and directorial uh, panache, but he doesn't make amazing movies and sure. he doesn't make shitty movies. He just sure. he's, he lands kind of right in the middle, like an upper middle, which is better than being in the lower middle. But he kind of needs to ascend to another level. He needs to have more urgency in how he does things. You can't just plot along and like, you know what I mean? He's got to like, he's got to really understand the movies. I mean, I think the creator is, it moves at a better pace than Godzilla does. Yeah. And Rogue One. Yeah. But uh, ultimately it didn't culminate into something great, as good as it could have been. So there's something, there's a disconnect there. And it, they, if I was him, I'd be like trying to figure out what that is and like trying to find somebody that could, like a partner or someone that works with him. Cause I think that's one of the things he needs. I think that he needs someone to work bounce off of that is going to kind of edit him a little bit and steer him in the right direction. Maybe. I don't know. Well, I mean, the thing is the creator, he wrote, directed and produced for this Jurassic park film. He's just directing. Exactly. So. He's just directing. And I kind of like this, this run of films. And this is like, I think it's a really good career move for him. Cause in, according to this article, he met with Steven Spielberg, Frank Marshall, the producers, he impressed them, which is great. It's being written by David Kiep, who wrote the first couple of movies and none of the old characters are returning. So this is a great time to reboot it for a new generation where you can make like a three more movies with a cast that's relevant. Cause like, I don't think, uh, you know, your Laura Dern and Sam Neill coming back is going to do anything anymore. Right. Uh, even Chris Pratt and Bryce Dallas Howard, like you need a, the next generation. And yeah, his scale is amazing. Imagine the rogue one scene with the ad ads. They look huge. Imagine that it's fucking dinosaurs. It's dope. Yeah, it's going to be cool. I think it's really good. And this could be the thing that like Gareth Edwards needs, like you said, Rux, like this could be like a big production where he's being overlooked by like Steven Spielberg's company helps him fucking tighten things up and make something really cool. But you're acting like these Jurassic movies are actually good movies. But they not. could be. Look at the first one. The first one's really good. I mean, you don't think the first one's good? Oh, yeah, the first one's an all timer, but yeah, nothing since has been Jurassic World, though. Yeah, well, this is, yeah. I mean, this the name is after the second set of these movies. But you can't go back to Park, so I don't know. What are you going to call it? You got Jurassic, Jurassic Universe. Universe. Jurassic. <laughs> yeah, I guess that is the next logical. That would be the next one. Logical step. Jurassic no. Studios. Jurassic Galaxy. Jurassic Solar System. Yeah. <laughs> Just gets bigger and bigger as the space is expanding. Okay, that's it for the news. We can take a quick break here. Play some promos. Play some promos and come back and geek out about some kaiju. Whoa! In a wild ass movie right after this. After these messages, we'll be right back. Hey there, everyone. Brian here, host of TV Trivia Pod. It's a trivia-style podcast focusing on TV and movies. Listen in for questions like, 
What's the name of Michael Scott's screenplay? What do you say to view the Marauder's map? And what's everyone eating in the post-credit scene of Avengers? Play along to TV Trivia Pod anywhere you get podcasts. And stay tuned for more trivia! What's up? This is Brian, and I'm the host of Citizens of Pawnee, a Parks and Recreation podcast. That's right, a podcast dedicated to my favorite TV show, Parks and Rec. Every week I discuss my favorite things about the show, which include character breakdowns, episode rewatches, and other random facts and tidbits about the show. You can find me on Instagram at Citizens of Pawnee Podcast and listen wherever you get your podcast now. You will literally love it. Listener, if you enjoy the show, there is a way you can give back for all the silliness we have provided week after week. Join our awesome Patreon fan club. Visit jockandnerd.com slash Patreon. Jockandnerd! And you'll see there's tiers to uh, give back on a monthly or annual basis, and you get different things like access to a podcast feed where the show comes out early. There's bonus content instant reactions uh you can join us on our monthly discord hangouts we just had one last week everybody was there that was a fun one it's a lot of fun yeah it's you never know where the conversation is gonna go we learned about shit tents and other such things <laughs> yeah it's true and uh jose Ibarra also gives me good recommendations of things to watch i'll mention some later but man it's a fun time uh this month's next one in march march 21st 2024 uh and there's other tiers and fun stuff fun benefits. there's a tier where imran sends you nudes is there <laughs> it's a secret tier though <laughs> this tier you, got, you just gotta the, hit the number the only person that gets it is dopo so. oh poor dopo <laughs> yeah. uh yeah. He, he, he hit the secret number we don't tell you the number you just gotta <laughs> yeah, hit he it. just yeah he just doled it out completely in your inbox you just you open it up and you go whoa i did not mean to send that to you <laughs> dopo i'm sorry it was meant for someone else. <laughs> but if you like that, you want more, join my OnlyFans. $6.99 a month. No. What? I'm not doing that. <laughs> Unless that's what you want, listener. Let us know. Jogginner.com slash Patreon. Okay. You bastards, let's get to this week's movie review. We are continuing uh, my journey reviewing random Godzilla movies to catch everyone up. Listener, Anthony, and yes. Rug Boy. Well, have, have, tell, tell us why we're the theme we're doing. On well, that's Godzilla what I'm saying. Well, I'm just going to yeah. say Anthony yeah. Rugby, I've seen all the Godzilla movies. I have not. Right. So and then I decided to randomly watch some. And we decided uh, two episodes ago, we watched the last movie in the Heisei era, Godzilla versus Desatroya from 1995. And then I just randomly, why don't I watch uh, another end of an era movie? And so we are to jump ahead nine years to 2004's Godzilla Final Wars, the end of the Millennium Era. Here's your spoiler alerts. Strap yourselves in, you fucks. Spoiler time. Uh, lots of fun just jumping around to random Godzilla movies. Yes, yeah, so Final Wars, the 29th film in the Godzilla franchise, and it's the sixth and final film of this Millennium Era that only lasted like five years, from 1999 to 2004. Very short, uh, short era. This is... Uh, uh, 28th Toho Godzilla film, 29th total Godzilla film. A uh, couple of notable things. This was Godzilla's 50th anniversary. 2000, wow. 2004. This movie is also like an international co-production between a bunch of countries, Japan, Australia, United States, China, uh, 
And this would be the last time Godzilla appeared in the Japanese movie until Shin Godzilla in 2016. Oh, shit. It's kind of crazy. Uh, 2014 for America. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, but still, that's still a long time. It was like 10 years after this movie came out. That's right. Yeah. Uh, the movie, uh, another weird thing, premiered in America first in November of 2004 mm. and then premiered in Japan in December. Now, ahead of the premiere... Godzilla was given a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Geek boner. That's kind of wow. Fun. Do you guys? That's re- awesome. So, do you guys remember any of this in two thousand four? It being the fiftieth yes. year, and was this a big deal? Yes, for me it was, of course, because I was like uh, waiting for like a big Godzilla movie to come out, like something that they spent money on, and I heard about the budget it was like double the budget of. Like Tokyo SOS, which was a pretty good movie. So I was like, oh, they're really going out. Like they're going all out. They're going to do some crazy shit in this movie. All right. And they certainly so, do. Uh, Anthony, any memories from 2004 when this was all happening? I don't think there was a period of time in the early 2000s where um, I was in the midst of becoming a teenager. Oh, I see. Godzilla was not on top of mind. Yeah, Godzilla was just not top of mind in that time. So I probably don't remember this coming out. Yeah. At that time, I wasn't probably all that aware of it. Yeah. I probably watched this movie or got got wind of it later, like towards the end of like the blockbuster run. So probably in 2007, 2008. Okay. Um, Between 2006 and 2010. I don't know. I'll tell my story later of how I saw this movie, but that's when I discovered this movie. Okay. Okay. Good to know. Uh, On Rotten Tomatoes, it has 12 reviews, 50% tomatometer. Um, The audience gives it a 71%. Rugs, speaking of the budget, these are the numbers I kind of found translated to U.S. dollars. I think these are right. I'm not sure. This budget, it's $20 million to make the movie. Yeah. And it severely underperformed, making only $12 million. This cost more than minus one. Yes, it did. Yes, it did, which is wild. Um, uh, This one directed by this dude, Ryu Kitamura. Ryuki Kitamura. Ryuki Kitamura. (laughs) Ryuhi Kitamura, who did you? See? I watched his other movies, by the way. Oh, you have. Yeah, oh, he did a movie called Alive. He did a movie called Izumi, or is it Izumi? Uh, I it. I'm confusing it with a restaurant. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> they have great sushi but, in that movie. But it's basically oh, no, Izumi saw, is a movie he did in 2003. Yes. Yes. Uh, so uh, yeah, I uh, saw his other films, and I was like, oh, this motherfucker's going to direct Godzilla movies? Cool. Like, I was into it. Because I think so. this is the only Godzilla movie he directs, correct? I think out of all Yeah, of and then yeah. people were like, never touch Godzilla uh, again. Uh, so, and I so I watched a couple of things, uh, did a little research. I, I do understand that Kitamura was a fan of, like, the 70s Godzillas and wasn't really a fan of where Godzilla ended up in the 90s. 100%. Right? So he wanted to go back and throw in some of that fucking campiness and wackiness, and he does. Uh, as far as the cast of this movie, I understand there are people from lots of the previous movies, including the original, including, like, Invasion of Astro Monster. Yep. Yeah. Uh, so it's the whole thing is kind of a tribute to the 50-year history of Godzilla. We yeah. do. We do have to mention uh, one Don Fry, UFC Hall of Famer. He's Don Fry. Yes. Okay. Well, He's uh, definitely in it. We'll get to him. <laughs> but what can you tell me about you know the, the the old the old um just to shout out the old people that are in it are yeah. Akira Takarada who's okay. in the original Godzilla, yeah. um, 
uh, Kumi Mizuno, who's in Invasion of Astro Monster, and then Kenji Sahara, who's in a bunch of fucking films. That's so, so is Akira Takarada, yeah. and I think Kumi Mizuno's in a couple. But yeah, yeah. they're all like spread out through yeah. different films. Not not only Godzilla films, but uh, just Toho films in general. Yeah, no, that's really great. Like, I really appreciate them bringing all that history back. Uh, Anthony, let's start with you real quick. What happens in this PG thirteen? It's two hours and five minutes. Godzilla: Final Wars. What happens? Oh man, this film is i think it's kind of set in the future it's kind of ambiguous when this is but there are humans and there are mutant humans living and there are monsters all around and these monsters start attacking and all of a sudden aliens arrive and stop the monsters from attacking and they want to form a partnership with the world because with the with the earth because they claim a giant planet called gorath is coming their way but uh, some humans, including one of the leads that is a mutant, discover that these aliens have nefarious ideas. They're not exactly who they claim to be. And the only way to defeat these aliens with control of all their monsters is to release Godzilla and, op- and begin the mission, Final War. <laughs> Operation. <laughs> final Operation, war. Final War. The way that line is said is... Is classic. <laughs> uh, okay, but I really I want to know your guys' history with this movie. I understand it's very divisive amongst the Godzilla fandom. I find that fascinating. Let me just tell you, it's the first time I saw this movie, where again, kind of out of context, out of order. Yes, which is great. We're making you watch. You're just watching the the last of every yes. era of film. So, that's wh- ridiculous to yeah, start. Yes, why not? Well, and you know, I liked Destroya, which is the last of the last era, and while that one, yeah. Pretty much the same tone, right? Yeah, well, I was just going <laughs> to compare it a little bit. That one is like serious. And, you know, I didn't expect Godzilla to die. Uh, and it's trippy, but it's, and it, you know, it calls back to the original. This one is just a fucking over the top extreme celebration of all things Godzilla. This is a fucking wild fucking movie, all right? I kind of did appreciate all the wackiness, the campiness. The acting by Don Fry specifically is unbelievable. There's no less than 14 fucking monsters in this goddamn movie. Oh, shit. Holy shit. So much shit happens. Uh, the camera is spinning around. Uh, there, you know, I, I love the influences from The Matrix to Star Wars. And uh, and it's just a completely different tone than Destroya. And, then, you know, it leaves it off as also a celebration instead of like, a crazy weird ending. Um, I, I it was completely different than fucking can that I, movie. Can I ask one question? Yes. What did you have a better time watching, this or Madam Web? Oh, absolutely, <laughs> fucking Final Wars, no doubt. Uh, way more entertaining. Why didn't somebody tell me there's a pimp in this movie? That changes the entire conversation. <laughs> is this the only Godzilla movie with a pimp in it? If it is, it gets all the That's points. That's New York, uh, baby. Yes. <laughs> New York's just got pimps. That's how you know you're in New York. There's a homeless person. There's a pimp. There's a pink Cadillac. It's and there's a cop. And there's a cop. It's obviously yeah. New York City. It's obviously Sydney. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> but I, this, I mean, I get that it's like, it's also, I, I learned it's like the last suit mation movie. 
they've ever made, right? So he wanted to use at this point, yes. Yeah, yeah. He wanted to use the man in suit. The designs for all the creatures are crazy. Uh it, it's I I don't know. It was fun to watch. And I I love how fucking it's just so fucking over the top. It's wild. And you know, so there's like 30 minutes of monster action, and then there's like uh like a whole hour with just people, and then like the last hour is all monster action. Yep. Um and yeah, so well, you, you liked it. I, 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 I actually, I actually did. It was wild. <laughs> I no, I, I, it's a lot of fun, dude. It's like the Avengers, uh, fucking Godzilla movies. Like everything, everybody's in this fucking movie. <laughs> Even the little fucking baby uh, Minia that everybody hates. Manila, yeah. Uh, and uh, you know, and then we'll talk about kind of some of the references, some of the monsters they use. You know, they're they're they're, they're critiquing and reaction to the Hollywood ninety eight movie is great in this. Uh, it's just wild. It's a wild movie. Now, Rugs, let's start with you. Sure. <laughs> Tell me uh, your thoughts about this. Oh, many thoughts. So this thing comes out on video in 2005, and I, I had pre-ordered it. Oh, wow. Okay. So I was like, couldn't wait to watch this fucking movie. I saw stuff on the internet uh, back in the day when, in 2005, when you looked at the internet, it was very different than today. You know, you got like, you didn't get clips and stuff like that. Uh, you just got like, you know, some still images here and there. So I was very excited for this movie because I heard that they changed Godzilla's suit so he could be more flexible and actually move. Yeah. More like he did in the in the 70s, which I like. because, As I said, Godzilla versus Megalon is a shitty movie. But when I was a kid, that shit was awesome. And I thought he was going back to that. And that's exactly what the intent was. Yeah. But the problem with the movie was is that Godzilla goes away for most of the movie. And when he comes back, he fights people in two seconds. Like, he literally, like, just he's so overpowered that he just, like, one shots everybody. Yes. And I'm like, and even though he's got that mobility, they don't really use it to its full extent until, like, I they use it in like tidbits, so like they don't maximize. But he's what fucking they could do. jumping and shit and spinning around. Right, right. So they do use it, but they yeah. use it like throwaway ways instead of like a very, very cool yeah. way. I mean, he's got uh, fourteen monsters to battle, and he kind of runs through them all. But it's kind of fun to watch. Yeah, there's. <laughs> but like, as I was ultimately uh, that Don Fry being in this movie. Yes. That threw me for a fucking loop. I I didn't know what I had. No, I was reeling from that. I didn't know what to think of that. I was like, why is this guy with a huge mustache that can't speak English speaking English very poorly? But like he's actually speaks English. I I don't understand. He's an American dude. And the only one who speaks English and everybody understands him and he understands Japanese. And it's hilarious. Yeah. I had seen Kitamura's other movies to get prepared for this. And I knew that he was like, he did like low these low budget movies with a lot of cool karate in them and like uh, like martial arts and flipping around and like whatever. And so I was happy that he brought that into the into the film, but I felt like that the focus was more on the mutant characters than Godzilla. In fact, I think the best scene in the whole movie was when they go up against uh fucking Ibira and they fucking 
they so much shit is exploding. Well, that's the they're one firing. where they have they got like rocket launchers, right? It's like the humans. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're running around. They're, fucking, they're flipping on top of him and jumping around, and you get all the jumping shots. Yes, and so, there's actual explosions happening in the background. Yeah, it was pretty badass scene, but like I was like, whoa, this doesn't seem like this is cooler than Godzilla almost. Like this is like really badass, and it's like taking the focus off Godzilla. So I think that he was just all over the place, yeah. and. uh I did not like this movie at all when I first saw it. Okay. Uh, the only thing I liked was Godzilla's design. I liked that he was kind of limber and able to kick ass, and he had this really mean face. I don't like the way that the suit is done because, like, the other suits had more expression. He was able to furrow his brow and do things with his tongue and the, and open it and move his head better. And this one didn't didn't have that uh, animatronic ability. Yeah. It did. He wasn't able to close his eyes or any or anything like that, but uh, it was a more like simple suit. But I thought the design of it was cool, and I thought that the function uh, functionality of it was good. And they still use it in shorts to this day. Oh, so because you can you can do a fight with Jet Jaguar, and it, you could actually have him move around and shit. He's got the long so, neck and the pointy ears. Yeah, I, I like this design. Yeah. It's one of my. A lot of people don't like it. It's one of my top, I would say my top 10. It's in my top 10 for sure. Did, but, so uh, did, did you like the movie now? Watching it, I've watched it many times, but every time I watch it, Don Fry grows on me. Yeah, his mustache. <laughs> and so Fry. I started to like him. And I just remember it like at this, the last time I watched it when he raises his hand to hit the girl. She's like, you wouldn't hit, hit the a woman. He's and then he just makes that smile. And then he opens up his hands and, yeah. and karate chops her in the neck. He says, yeah, then he smacks her. I was like, <laughs> I was like, like <laughs> you know what? I kind of can get down with this guy. I can see what the, I can see why Kitamura was into this dude. So. So you appreciate it. You like it better now than when you first saw it. It's a bad movie. Yeah. That's fun to watch. Yeah. It's a little long and a little overstuffed. A little overcomplicated. They there. There's a much simpler, more streamlined film. I heard that he shot like a ton more. It sounds like there's a lot of deleted scenes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, there's clear, there's clearly a Hedora Ibra fight with Godzilla. Yeah, because that was real short in the movie. Um, Anthony, what are you? Yes. What do you? What what? When you first saw this, what did you? Yes. Think? So I, as mentioned, I didn't see it when it first came out. I probably saw it. Between like 2005 to 2008, I would assume. Somewhere in there. And I remember hearing about it because of the internet. Going, oh shit, there's a new Destroy All Monsters. Which is basically what this is kind of is. A little bit. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I gotta watch it. And I would, I remember vividly going to Blockbuster. And there was only one copy of the film. And I would go there every couple of days. And it was always rented. And I had to keep coming back oh, over and That's over and worst. over until I finally got it. Um, and then I watched the movie, and similar to my reaction for a lot of Millennium films, but uh, I watched the movie, and um, you know I wasn't a kid anymore. I was a teenager. Yeah. So I, I, I had a little bit different outlook on these things, and I, as, even as a teenager, I always liked, I liked the show era films as a kid, but I always gravitated towards, to, gravitated towards the Heisei era okay. films. So okay. when I first saw this film, I was pretty disappointed i thought it was crap i didn't like how fast godzilla ran through all the monsters i didn't like how goofy it was yeah you know there was just a lot of things in this movie 
the end battle I thought was fun. I thought it was that was fine, like him versus Monster X that turns into Kaiser Ghidorah. Yeah, that was crazy. But I didn't like the human. I didn't like adding in mutants. Um, the design of Godzilla. I liked like the body. I think his face is a little ratty. Yeah. Um, so pros and cons there. But overall, I just didn't. I wasn't that. I wasn't that fond of the movie. And then I may have watched bits and pieces of it throughout the years since, but I never want really revisited it till literally the other day. Yeah. To watch this movie yeah. again. Yeah. Because I never had any interest. I always thought of it as a goofy film, and I'd seen clips of it um but i watched it again the other day and uh i'll start by saying it's it's a really bad movie i mean in terms of like just tone and and acting and the utilization of the monsters like it's 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 as if it's a sci-fi film like a sci-fi channel film oh yeah yeah yeah. you know like you're a sharknado or or your boa versus python or some bullshit like that yes but i gotta say (laughs) if you go in with the right mindset yes it is really entertaining (laughs) i I thought so i i had a good laugh watching it this time knowing that it was bad yeah and i had a lot of fun with it this watch i mean i was cracking up when godzilla does the soccer save oh my god and king caesar does the the freaking bicycle kick and Godzilla's trying to save block. I don't know what he's trying to he's do. Like he's trying to block. Out of the way yeah, that one, that's unclear. I, unclear. I don't know what's going on there. What go- is he doing? He was going for like a goalie save, but why? But, I mean, you got that. You got the main bad guy. Oh, yes. Just hamming it up. Yes. I mean, just wow. wow, wow. Like, every time a monster dies. Also, my favorite character along with he Captain does the Gordon. shocker all the time. Yeah. You yeah, know, he, he, he's he, great. <laughs> I mean, you've got the the zillions in this. You you have them. Don Fry's just acting. You, you got uh, Ray Seffo and Gary Goodrich who are also in the movie. They're the guys guarding Godzilla. Oh, that, those two guys are hilarious. Yes, the I mean, there's just so many things. I think for me, I mean, the tone is all over the place. the The action is really choppy and edity, but edited. But for me, I was I really enjoyed it the second time. I also. I I also like the perverted nature of, of Kitamura's direction, where it's always like panning up with girls' legs. Oh, oh yeah. There's a lot of legs in this movie. There's <laughs> spinning good looking, shots. Good looking girls. I, the oh, the only big miss for me is I wish they would have just made Gigan the main villain. Oh, Gigan looks awesome in this yeah. movie. Okay, and they like they force Mothra to be in this movie, which didn't even need to be in this movie. So here, real quick, here's a list of every monster that's in this movie. Monster X, Kaiser Ghidorah, Zilla, which is the 98 Godzilla, Rodan, Martha, Gigan, King Martha. S- Martha. Martha. Why'd you say that name? Mothra, Gigan, King Singer, King Singer, King Caesar, and Giris. Uh, Manila, Mania, Minya, how do you say that? Kumanga, Kamakuris, Manda, Hidora, and Ibira. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, You're missing a few. They, 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 Megalon should have been in this. Oh, there's still more. Yeah, Megalon should have been in there. There's no Biolante. What about Biolante? No, well, yeah. this is more of a Showa. Well, I could see, I could see how if you were a fan of those '70s Godzilla movies, this like he made it for you, like that's what he was going. It, for, what he right? did was he made kind of his own love letter to yeah. those movies, but yeah. then also went, I like X Men and the Matrix, and, the Matrix. and I, yes. I have a budget to do yes. scenes where it's not just humans looking at a screen, so I'm going to do fight scenes let's, as well. Yes, let's do bullet time, just cause. I mean, some of it even kind of reminded me of a bad interpretation of um, what's the fucking director's name. 
Face off. Uh, oh, John Woo. John oh, Woo. yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see <laughs> like that. When they're fighting on the bikes. Oh, the motorcycle chase scene <laughs> is crazy. That's totally John Woo. Where they're like, just spinning, shooting. I think he's talented. I think he pulled a lot of that stuff off. But like, it just distracted from Godzilla being yeah. like, oh, yeah. the, like, because so, like they 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 put him on ice. Yeah, he's gone for right. most of the movie, and yeah. then they resurrect him in the last hour to like kick everyone's ass. Yeah. And uh, let's just talk about one other thing, which is the American Godzilla. So they got the rights to American Godzilla that actually Toho was like, you could use it like if you want to. And he's like, OK, I'm going to fucking put him in the movie. Yeah. And they were they wanted to do like a longer scene. Yeah. But then they decided, no, fuck it. We don't have the time or the money to do this. So let's just make it short and sweet. And we're just going to like have him die like really, really But I think it, it works fine as that short scene. It's even more of a harsher commentary on what they think of that movie. Right. And, exactly. And I yeah. like how he's live action. And they did a CGI <laughs> version like in the 98 of Zilla. I, I, just I love that they just they just play some 41. During oh, that. I wanted to talk about the music. OK, first of all, the music uh, is composed by uh, Nubuhiko Marino, Daisuke Yano and Keith Emerson. Who does the most ridiculously bad oh, song? It's Emerson Lake and Palmer, a 70s prog rock band. Kitamura was a fan of Emerson Lake and Palmer. And there's some fucking wacky music. So they don't that use That music any... sounds like a cutscene from like a Nintendo it RPG. Does. Yeah. It sounds like video game music. <laughs> that that was the one of the worst. So that like like awful. Awful. Yes. But I will give the music for the most part is terrible. They don't use any of the um, if if if, if a Kube yeah, stuff. Yeah, they don't use awful. any original any but of the original music. I will give them one. Th- I I the Sum Forty One song I kind of like, but I you know he, what? I was enjoying like the hip hop beats and then like the generic industrial no. rock and the generic. No, no you know, no, like but most of that's awful. But <laughs> I will give them the the Sum Forty One song just because I think it's hilarious that Sum Forty One's in a Godzilla movie. The song that they use. For the opening credits where they're flashing through all the Godzilla films, yeah, I actually like. That's like, great. Yeah. It's like they're cutting through all the old Godzilla movies. I love. I like. I love those credits too. I was like, oh my god, look, it's all the movies like that. They never did that before either. That no. was pretty cool. And like that is, I vividly remember seeing that as a teenager and rewinding and watching it again because I was like, that's cool. Yeah. The, the shout out all the old movies, and it's cut well because there's a lot of like explosions and the Godzilla like doing. I think different the guy stuff. who. The guy who did that did actually the 98 Godzilla opening credits, which were actually pretty good as well. So can we just talk about the pimp scene? This is hilarious. So in the beginning of the movie, these all these monsters attacking different locations and Rodan is attacking New York. Rodan looked fucking dope, by the way. Whatever. Yeah, Rodan looks great. Yeah, some of the monsters are CG and then they go practical. They use both. But that's that CG Rodan looked amazing. Anyway, oh, come on, stop. The CG Rodan looked amazing. I mean, in fr- that shot in front of the moon, <laughs> it was an amazing. Stop it. The shot in the front CG of the moon. Here, stop it. Imran. Uh, the, the CG the, here yeah. is your like horrible 2000 CG. Uh, don't, don't, yeah, don't do that. Yeah, it looks that. like, like Anthony said, it's like a sci fi TV. Well, that's what yeah. it, it reminded me of all the, those the shows. The suits look good, but don't say yeah. the CG no, looks good. That's what I was like. I could. I was like, what does this remind me of? And it reminded me of those early 2000s like, sci fi shows. That right. you get, and I was like, "That's I couldn't put my finger on it." You know, there's so many Dutch angles; it's never straight. The camera's always spinning and moving. But I want to talk about the pimp scene because they established, as we said, it's New York City. There's a cop. There's a pink Cadillac that's getting towed, and this pimp just walks up to the cop and goes, "You're a dead man," and then just fucking pulls a gun on him. 
It's wild, right? This guy does not get shot. Pretty sure the cop is saying his lines, but it's not him. It's eighty yard over. He swears. Yeah, he's dropping. He's dropping the f. You can see yeah. him say the f word. I was like, well, holy shit! What the fuck? I had to rewind it. I was like, did he just swear? Yes, he's clearly saying fuck, which is hilarious. And then the most hilarious thing is when Rodan attacks and like the <laughs> the wind hits him. Their hats fly off and they make a cartoony. Yeah, boing. they didn't mean to do that. I, I don't like, know why they chose what to is do happening? that. Because pray. Well, on that note, the, so one weird. of the big problems with the film is literally every scene is just a different tone. It goes from wacky to sci-fi to over the top to kaiju battle to body horror. Yeah. And he just, this director, it was like he couldn't decide what he wanted to do. So he just combined everything he ever liked in a movie. In a Godzilla. Yeah, it's film. really a mixed bag. It's not yeah. focused at all. It's no, like all over very the place. unfocused. But yeah, and I was along for the ride because I was like, I don't know what the fuck's happening, but it it uh look, if you're gonna make a bad movie yeah. and you're gonna waste twenty million dollars, <laughs> at least put in some memorable shit that's funny and or 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 ridiculous. Like the fact that they chose Don Fry and they stuck with it, like they took like a couple of takes of him, they're like, No, we're gonna keep going with this guy. <laughs> you know, like even though when he goes uh, a Godzilla. Like he th- he oh, yeah. says it like he says it like he burps in between the line. <laughs> He's like the only thing standing there between the world is me and Godzilla. Like, <laughs> like that's what it sounds like. There's like a weird awkward pause. Like he was just like belching, but like, and they just stuck with him. And then like Stick you know what? It. By the end of the movie, you're like, oh, this guy's the only like you hear. Okay. <laughs> So you hear like at one point in the movie that he had smacked his superior officer who is a That's woman. That's that older woman that he was talking to, yes. <laughs> he's like that. Like he's, and the reason why he's locked up is because he smacked an old lady. <laughs> yes, because uh, <laughs> yes. Well, how about I, I didn't catch this on my original viewing, but how about the shot where it's him, Don Fry, and then they go back to the shot where they trapped Godzilla in the ice and they cut to the young Don Fry and that guy's yeah, got to be... Yeah, it's supposed to be him. It's like that guy's got to be 120 pounds soaking wet. Yeah. How is that Don, that guy become Don Fry? Wait, that was the, the same. He was in the beginning when they put him in the ice. Yeah, he was, he was the guy who shot Godzilla and put him in the ice. Oh, yeah. but it, it's a completely different actor that doesn't look anything like Don Fry. Yeah, I missed it the first time around, too. I was like, oh, really? That I kind of missed that. I also <laughs> love at the end when they finally release Godzilla, right? They fire all those missiles and you see the missiles hit the ice and then it cuts away and it cuts back and Godzilla is just like standing there. He's just on top. We didn't see him actually. But see, Gigan, they really did good with Gigan, but they make him such a schlub. They look, they they completely redesigned him. He looks badass. This, yeah. yeah, he looks awesome. Yeah. He's this ancient mechanical thing Cyborg. Yeah. that got stuck on Earth and has been frozen. And they just destroy him twice. No, I didn't, there were two twice. versions of it, right? And both times he gets taken out like really cr- weirdly. Well, Godzilla blows off his head the first time. But then he comes back and he's got chainsaw arms and, and a buzzsaw in the chest and shit. And then I did like um, Mothra on fire. Uh, those buzzsaws actually come back and kill him. And then right. Mothra on fire just drives into him. And does Ma- did Mothra dies also? They both Mothra yeah. dies, yeah. Yeah, Gage, I was like, this is going to be a problem. Uh, but then you got Mothra. There's so much shit. So much shit happens in this movie. A lot. It's yeah. so fucking crazy. What, what, what did you think of the main Monster X villain? 
Uh, I thought that was uh, he was good. He kind of he reminded me of remember on the Flash. What was that villain that it was Future Barry and he uh, he had that one suit. It looked like that suit initially, the Monster X suit. Uh, fuck. Oh, I know. You're uh, talking about. I can't remember the name of the fucking character over there. That was a pretty crazy battle. The shots of the after it, like the asteroid hits and there's a crater and Godzilla's just yeah, standing there. That should the hellscape cool. thing actually was kind of cool. The fire you, you'd never yeah. seen that on in a where it's just completely everything's decim- done. decimated. Yeah, very post-apocalyptic. It's dark, like the setting. It's uh, uh just yeah, all of demolished. Japan is destroyed. Yes, yeah. everything's destroyed. They're fighting through explosions and shit. Is pretty dope. I, I didn't really like the Monster X design. I felt it was almost a little too. It it looked a little too humanoid with a alien body on top. It just didn't look like a natural monster that the, you would you would have seen. And it, yeah, I don't know. I, I I wasn't the biggest fan of Monster X when he turns into Kaiser Ghidorah. I was a little bit more on board. Um, but you do have the scene where it's old school pro wrestling where he uh, bends Godzilla's wrists. Oh yeah, like lifts him wrist. up. <laughs> lifts that's, them. I was like, that's, that, that's, that's straight out of like Hulk Hogan like, and yes. Ultimate Warrior. But move. when he turns into Kaiser Ghidorah, he literally beats Godzilla's ass for like 10 minutes. Yeah, he does. Oh, yeah. He's he got does. like four legs, right? And then yeah. uh, he kicks his ass and he's biting him. So in all three places, sucking his energy. Let me just get this plot point in because we completely haven't mentioned it at all. Here, let's hear it. Okay. So the whole movie rests on this idea that the mutants that are on Earth were actually are actually alien DNA. M base. They have M base. The, the kaiju yes. have M base. The, the, the alien have M-base. some of the kaiju also have. Yeah. yeah so they've M-base. they've somehow they've they've infused them these alien DNAs is is is, is prevalent throughout the monsters and and these mutants that have uh, appeared and these mutants can are basically like superhumans and that can do mm-hmm. crazy shit mm-hmm. and um so I forgot what the point is but I think. That at the end of the movie, he finds that the there's this one guy that we're following Ozaki, that yeah that ends up being a Kaiser. Yes, he's a, yes, and a Kaiser is not it's not a bun. It's it, <laughs> you're a superhuman to the degree where you're like Neo in the Matrix. Right, right you right, can right. like stop bullets and shit yeah, like he that. He has like vague powers when they emerge. So throughout this movie, you have these mutants that are being able to be controlled by uh, the Exilians. And so at, cer- at a certain point in time, they turn all of the mutants Against on them. the humans. Yes. And then there's this one dude who's the guy who was in charge of the mutants. Yeah. And he fucking fights them all. Yeah, that was great. That was and a great scene. I thought that he was going to die. But yeah. then at the very, oh, he- when, when the Gotengo finally launches, they like the Gotengo is the last fucking human spaceship that could fucking take on, uh, you know, the, the, the Xillions. It's, it goes out into the world, and then like the guy who's just probably beaten the shit out of all these mutants comes out, falls down on the ground, lays up, and he sees the Gotengo, and he just starts laughing maniacally. Oh, like, that's who that yeah. guy was. Yeah, oh. yeah, it's, it's the guy that held them all off. And I, I forgot, I never caught that before. So I was confused. I was like, "Wait, who's that guy?" That guy was a badass. Yeah, but then all, they killed all their uh, mutants. Like there was their own people. They all died. But yeah, they all, yeah, they all on died. The spaceship. I mean, there. But the, the thing is with that Gotengo thing. The thing is with that Gotengo thing. The huge amongst, I mean, amongst probably many plot holes. But what's happening is the Gotengo, Godzilla recognizes the Gotengo as the thing that it's a ship that put him in the ice. So he's pissed and he's following. Right. It. He keeps hitting them and even the though Gotengo they're saving is, him. is 
leading him it's to different bait. monsters to take out. Yeah. It's yeah. basically bait. Yeah. But these aliens who are so advanced can't just realize, hey, take out the Gotengo. We take out the Gotengo. <laughs> it's over. Well, but and they tried, and they had like hundreds of ships flying around apparently and couldn't take down the Gotengo. It's just but they took out all the other ones. Yeah. Oh yeah, the other yeah, side. didn't have a guy with a mustache drive. No, you don't have Captain <laughs> Gordon. He'll keep the guy who will slap an old lady is he, in he charge. Give okay? a fuck. Captain, yes, he, he's doing. He's dressed as M Bison from Street Fighter. Yes, why is he dressed like a Russian soldier? <laughs> or Mario? It yeah. depends. Like yeah. he looks like How a chubby Tom Selleck, right? I don't know. Yeah, like, this guy. I loved his mustache. Yeah, for those to reiterate, for those who haven't seen the movie, Don Fry, former UFC fighter, can't act a lick. Oh. Just speaking English, everyone speaking Japanese, they all understand. Makes no sense, other. but he's back hilarious. and forth conversation in two different languages. But you know what? He's like one of my favorite characters in this whole movie. The bad guy is great, right? He's playing. Oh, the bad guy's got the the most hittable face in the world, and he's playing it like he's the Joker. His maniacal laughing, I thought, was lovely. Like it was just, I'm like, this guy's a fucking psychopath. His reactions every time yes. a kaiju gets beaten, yeah, he is, throws is a little great. tantrum. He's like, ah. Every time Godzilla beat one of his masters, I want to mention Akira Takarada for a second. So, so oh, there's yeah. this whole bit where the UN he, secretary, right? That's where he secretary. loves this, he loves his dog, and they and <laughs> they use they use this ruse, yes, to try and prove that he's an alien. Yes, that's been yes. So by using the dog, and that was a great scene with him. And he got some screen time, but then the, for the rest of the movie. He's holding this really fake looking laser gun. Yes. And it looks really weird. He's just running around with this thing that's obviously a squirt gun. Oh, and, yeah. <laughs> and well, I, lo- I love he's that we are his best. I love that we are supposed to believe the all the old actors that come back have been taken over, body snatched, but then they get freed. The, uh, and yeah. and they're they're in the ship with those with the water pistols. Yes. And lasers. they're behind a pillar. And all these aliens are shooting at yes. them, and they're like holding them off. He has these old guys that are holding off these aliens that supposedly have M thing in them. M base. They were the mutants yeah. that were turned on them, or whatever. And the aliens. Right. It's just like it's just so implausible. He has the best line. Remember when they finally get freed after, and the guy's like, "Mr. Secretary, you're okay." He goes, "Yes, I escaped somehow." That was the line. <laughs> That's how he explained how they escaped. No one who's listening to this can follow what we're saying, but thing, we're, you know, we're having a great time so talking. Many you know, you have, have to watch. It. Yeah. Well, so that, you know, basically so many things happen. Godzilla is put in ice, then monsters attack, then monsters are zapped up by these aliens who say, trust us, we're trying to help you, which is, I know, a uh, tribute, a thing off of Invasion of Astro Monsters. Same thing happened. Right. They have the, the black thing. bands, right? It's the same thing that happens with every alien invasion. They, in they replace the leaders of uh, the Japan with aliens, and of course, you can't trust them, and they release all the monsters, and then the, the humans realize, oh, we need Godzilla. To help well, us, they, they want to mine the earth to eat humans. Basically. Well, yeah, they like we need you. You are our fuel. But uh, but this movie is you know I mean it's it's so poorly made. It's in, in some points it's everything edited. about it is is not fully baked. No, everything no, about I mean, it is it's so poor. You, you mentioned earlier where they kill Ibra with humans. Yeah, that was but crazy. then there's a scene later where Ibra gets tossed into Hedora's eye. Oh yeah, you go. Wait a minute! Didn't you kill Ebra? <laughs> when did this happen? Why is he alive? No, they were about to kill it, and then they got all got disappeared. Was that what happened? I'm pretty sure his claws were all blown off. Yeah, his claw was blown off. Yes, but, absolutely. And now, I think he was dead. What did you guys think of uh, Godzilla's offspring? 
uh's role. I mean, yeah. They should have left him out of the movie 100%. Because it's random that this old See, man and this kid I, I disagree. Him. When I was a when I first saw it, I hated it. Yeah. Now as an adult, I I freaking died laughing when Manila and the boy Manila. both are blocking each yes. the humans and the monster and Godzilla from shooting Stop. each other. I, was I a just, big action bill that pointed out like how all right, so um Godzilla is God and then Manila is the son of God. Oh God. And he's in a Christ pose <laughs> telling God not to be angry at the humans. He might have pointed it, that out. Yeah, and I thought that was a reach, but I think it's also hilarious. <laughs> well, I just love because what the way I liked the reason I liked it. It's not good, but the reason I liked <laughs> it is if you're gonna throw back to the show era, you need Manila in there. You also need a kid in there that interacts with Manila because you gotta homage Godzilla's revenge, and that's what they did. Ah, <laughs> uh, they homage Godzilla's revenge. They really tried to do everything in everything. this movie. He, he he pulled he literally pulled almost everything he could from every show film that he thought was goofy as fuck. I mean, all that's missing is Megalon, Jet Jaguar, Mecha Godzilla, and you would have had a, a, yeah. a, a feast. That's interesting. I mean, uh, they, admittedly, they do run through all the fights way too quickly. All right, wait, let's go over the fights real quick. Was there anything you liked? Like, let's start with the Gigan. The first Gigan fight, there's ropes and shit. It's pretty cool. Godzilla blows. Yeah, so his, he's got he's got Godzilla off. with his chains. Yeah. Yeah, these chains are crazy. And then you all you see is Godzilla's breath charge up. You don't even see. And then they so cut to like it wasn't me. I was confused when his head blew off. I was like, wait, what just happened? Because they you, don't even they, they don't, don't show it. it. You're right. Okay. I didn't miss something. Because I was like, wait a minute. What just blew his head off? I didn't get it. Anyways, then should have been an epic fight, but uh no, it wasn't. Then we have Kumonga, the giant spider, and this spider fucking looks amazing. I thought the spider looked very impressive. Yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was weird that he just let go and he flew away. I thought it was stupid. Yeah. So when he, he tosses first of all, into the he, universe. He spits these yellow webs that remind me of the '70s Spider-Man show, like when that Spider-Man spud webs. It looks like that. Yeah, and then he grabs them by a web, just spins them around, and he flies off into the sky. He's dead. Yeah, Bye. I would have like slammed him on the ground and like stomped him to death like a bug. Next is Kamakuris. That's the praying mantis looking. That was okay. Thing. At least he impaled it. Yeah, impaled on an electrical tower. Well, Kamakuris and this one can camouflage, which is a new. Oh, kind that's of thing. right. It was in the trees, and then it came out of there. And then, then we got a three-way fucking battle. As Rodan, Angerus, so and King these Caesar. are all Godzilla's boys, by the way. Right. So and they're they're being controlled right now, though, by the aliens to attack. Yes. So Godzilla doesn't want to kill them. Ah. Yeah. yeah. So that's why when they're all piled on top of each other, he just like walks away. This was yes, he doesn't kill him at the end. He lets him live. But this was a fun fucking battle because I love uh, Angerus's fucking spin ball move where he just curls up and he becomes Sonic the Hedgehog. Yes, that's amazing. Yeah. I mean, that's <laughs> devastating. Well, they. You want to know how they figured out who was going to be in this? Oh. I think uh, they they sat in the room, Kitamura, and I forgot the name of the, the main producer of this. Uh, they sat in the room and they got all the toys out, ah. and they were like comparing toys, like, "Oh, this this the toy that and they just were like playing with the toys and figured it out." And then they were also um, the video game Destroy mm. All Monsters. Oh. They got that move for Angiris from the game. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was in the game, the, the Super Nintendo game. 
That's right. You know, and there's that scene with that kid playing with all the Godzilla toys too, and like he throws away with like, chocolate on his face. Yeah, with chocolate on his face. The the way that ends with all the monsters stacked up on each Yes, other. that's hilarious. <laughs> I mean, that's just straight out of a cartoon. So this is where Angaris is rolling around in a ball, and King Caesar kicks him like a soccer ball, and then right. Godzilla jumps. So towards he goes it. for a soccer save. Yeah, like <laughs> as a, if he's a goalie. <laughs> is he trying to help? Not so he doesn't get hurt. Angaris is that why? It's unclear. It's just <laughs> it's just the a director thought. I want to see Godzilla do a soccer save. Yeah, I think it'd be cool to appeal to soccer fans. <laughs> like, that's the most corporately stupid thing to do. <laughs> that, why do it? Well, as we're going through the fights, like this is why when I see something like pink Godzilla, I go, fine. Because you know what? It's not any stupider yeah, than what the damn studio before. that owns it has done with yeah. Godzilla. Right. Uh, then this is the real quick Hedera and Ibera. Super just, disappointing. Yeah, he just like throws him into buildings, and I was like, "What Blows happened?" Him he blasts him, and that's it. And, and if you look up that Hedera design, is actually pretty cool. Oh, it, it's look, look, it's a little different. It's a little, it's a little different. The eyes but are it, different. It's really good. Yeah. Too, it's too bad we didn't see more Hedera. I like seeing Hedera. I was like, "Oh, there's the smog monster." I know that one. We watched that movie. But yeah, I think there was more. The scene was longer and got cut out. And then this giant asteroid planet is just coming at Godzilla and he blasts it and it hits him and it makes a fucking giant explosion and they're fine. As I do. Well, yeah. Godzilla now has just like got the strength to shoot his ray into space. We've yes. never seen that before. Yeah, that was crazy. He's like, try, <laughs> but it doesn't stop well, it. He like at all. plants his legs down. Yeah. <laughs> he like stomps his legs into the ground and then he does this beam. Yeah. And tries to out into space. Hey, hey, when when people complain about Godzilla shooting a hole into hollow Earth, yeah, that's a good point. Get back to me and watch Final Wars and shooting you into space. All right, make a good point. He, he, there's precedent for him being able to do things like this. All these things we see him do in those legendary <laughs> movies. That's a good point. He's done it. And so now we get to the hellscape background. I love the shot of Monster Zero silhouette, kind of floating, floating down behind him. That's fucking dope. Uh, and then the Monster Zero battle is crazy. Uh, long. It's long. I love, I love when they do that battle and then they cut to the Kaisers fighting each other. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then and then like you see them like one guy's walloping the other one in, in the background. The Godzilla's screen. walloping. Yes. Doing yeah. the same shit. Yeah, 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 that was, yeah. I, I actually liked that. That was great. Yeah, that was a nice juxtaposition. Like just pounding. Yeah. Godzilla pounding people with all of his might. With his fists. Uh, meanwhile, it. the Mothra twins are like, oh, boy, but he needs Mothra's help. And Mothra tries to take out uh, Gigan. Another Gigan. Yeah, yeah, the uh, upgraded Gigan is there with the dope fucking double chainsaws. Uh, also, meanwhile, they pull a Star Wars as the guy like flies into the ship to take the shield down, which is total, total Star Wars. <laughs> and they're trying, trying to penetrate. This movie, this, this movie is the epitome of no shame. And so then it gets weird because he's fighting both like Gigan and Monster Zero and then Mothra Mothra flies from behind him and knocks him over or something or he knocks them over. It's unclear. And oh, yeah. They're both standing together and Mothra comes from behind and like clotheslines them from the back and they both fall forward. They both fall forward. And this yeah. is when Gigan releases the buzzsaws and they come back and they cut him and Mothra explodes. Yeah, she dodges them yes. and then they fly back and, and the, yes. cut his head off. And then you have the final battle as the thing turns into Kaiser Ghidorah, which was crazy. You should have saw that coming. Uh, but yeah, uh, Godzilla proceeds. Oh, no, we did mention he's getting his ass kicked. They're biting him in three different places. 
And the Gotengo is like, we need to shoot Godzilla. Or he, he releases his Power mutant energy. Yeah, so the, the main character, who is now the Kaiser, yes, can now, he has all his untapped energy. And so he uses the Gotengo to, to, to launch a beam into the back of Godzilla's fins. Charging up his fins. charges him up. Yeah. And now he can kick the shit out of Kaiser Ghidorah. This is great, because he just rips two <laughs> of the heads right off and then grabs a third one and fucking swings it around like it's a fucking teddy bear. And then Yeah, he's like fucking, he's like on roids. Oh. And then... He does. He does the spin, and then he does the red ray with with the fucking right. the spiral red ray. Oh yeah, he does the little just, spin move, and he pushes Kaiser Ghidorah back out into space where he explodes. Yeah, <laughs> that's the end of Kaiser Ghidorah. You know what? I did kind of like better in Destroyer, where there is he's got a motivation, right? He just saw his his kid die, and he's pissed like that. This is just just fucking. Well, this one, he's just rampaging. Yeah, and the, my favorite part is like. Yeah, he's rampaging. He's doing his thing, but as soon as he fucking kills Kaiser Ghidorah, he turns right to the Gotengo. Yes. He's like, I'm gonna fucking like, fuck you guys too. I'm not, I, I remember you. I'm not done with you. <laughs> yeah, you think you're gonna get away with what you did to me? And you I was fucks? like, he's trying to help. They're trying to help you, Godzilla. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, but so the Gotengo also from an earlier movie, right? Like in the '60s. Yeah, these are all things from other movies. That's sure. great. That's great. Like it really is. He put a little bit of everything. I mean, yeah. Even in the beginning, they they do they show some clips of monsters, and it's a lot of Showa era '60s '70s monster clips that they show. They show a War of Gargantuas. is the movie. Atragon, yes, they show the War of the Gargantuas. Yeah. yeah, no, it the guy you can, you know, the the guy might have needed uh, he might have been like a fucking he needed to be herded in a little bit for sure. Yeah, but the guy clearly loved Showa. Like, yeah, you can see the passion and the fan. Why do you think people hate it so much? Because it's just because it's Why a bad it movie. Because so it's just bad. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bad movie. <laughs> I mean, the, it's 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 just so good. There's you have to go into this movie with a mindset of I know that this is going to be bad, like, but I'm, I'm watching, going to embrace it. Like I'm watching the room. Like I know I'm yes. watching a terrible. Or is it movie. is it more of like a Zack Snyder over the topness way where it's just no, no Zack Snyder no. Zack Snyder films are have a take themselves very seriously yeah. there's nothing serious about this film. yeah but i kind of enjoyed that that it was just but this, fun with you want to know what this is the most like godzilla versus God there is yeah kind of is and that's what those movies are doing is this. like like godzilla versus kong by if you measure it against final wars it's a much more controlled film oh yeah it's a much more focused film it knows exactly what it wants to do it does do weird shit like Godzilla blowing a hole in the middle of the, of the yeah, but it's been precedented, like he said. Like that shouldn't be that crazy. Yeah, but yeah, it's just like um, it's a wacky ass movie. It's see the thing is like when you're a Godzilla fan, you you've been through the Heisei era, and then you watch '98 kind of be a disappointment, and then the Millennium, nothing seems to catch right. right. Everything kind of like Something. is is a small victory at best or, you know, like the movies didn't do well at all. Right. So when final wars, you hear they're going to give this like freaking uh, director who's doing these like up and coming directors doing these like, you know, crazy movies with like martial arts in them. is going to direct a Godzilla movie and they're going to give him $20 million. And he wants to put the most monsters in it of all time. You think you're going to get something that's just, badass and there is potential when i watch some of those scenes especially like all of the mutant scenes 
you can see what this guy can do. Like he can do an action movie. Yeah, no, no the, the hand-to-hand combat choreography. I was, I was like, oh, they actually put some fucking fun things for the humans so, to do. Like that wasn't bad. So that even makes it even more bad because you're like, oh, he's completely in the zone when he's doing these other scenes, but when he's doing the Godzilla stuff and like, especially all the other stuff with like Don Fry in there and this and that. <laughs> yeah, like, he's just letting stuff slide. I mean, so, there, there's a. I think there's a, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a bad film. Like you look at the space sets and the movie it reminded me of was Jason X where he's oh, in geez. space. Yeah. I mean, there, it's just a lot of really bad TV sets. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's sort of a kind of a cheapness to the whole thing and it doesn't have the 60s, 70s charm of being, of going, well, look at the budget they had. Look right. at what they were doing. Right. Like this is the most expensive Godzilla movie. Yeah. And it's from an era that kind of sucks. No one really looks back on the Millennium era huh. or the movies in that era, anyways. Yeah. Big budget films like those movies all have laughable CGI. So it's not a very fond era to look back at movies either. So yeah. I think it's just one of those. And it was the fiftieth anniversary. Yeah. So I think this it's just is- a very a disappointing film for a lot of people. But with time and perspective, looking back on it now, twenty years later. Yeah. I can laugh about that film. Yeah. It's not the worst film. There, it's as Ruggs put it earlier. It's not Madam Web. Yeah, I can watch that movie and remember thirty-five things from that movie that I thought were funny or goofy or memorable. I, that's true. I mean, look. Another thing is that that helps is that we're in this new era of Godzilla. Mm-hmm. All right, so we've all been waiting our whole lives for like a great Godzilla movie. Now, minus one is point. has come. We've been waiting for Godzilla to be able to throw down in a serious manner and like see some cool monster action. And we saw that in Godzilla versus Kong. We, you know, we, we, we've gotten like some good Godzilla stuff. So we feel like, all right, we've seen the Gareth Edwards serious version. We've seen the Batchet crazy Wingard version. We've seen the fanboy version with King of the Monsters. Yeah. We've seen them all. And so we, ha- and we have minus one that kind of like, Holds the line for the first movie. So when you go back and you watch Final Wars, you can just have fun with it. Yeah, I, I completely I, I would equate it to the way I felt the way Godzilla minus one and then also to a lesser extent Godzilla versus Kong more so because of the, the amount of money it made where it went, you know, you went, oh, ma, wow, the mainstream took a hold of this. Yeah. And then minus one. But I would equate it to when the Cubs won the World Series uh, for me uh-huh. in 2016 uh-huh. where. Once they won the World Series, I literally could look back on their history. I could look back on anything after and went, cool, whatever. They gave me what I wanted. <laughs> At this won. point, we're playing with house money. Yeah. So I can yeah. look. It makes me think back on the history like with the Cubs and go, cool, it was part of the destination. I can enjoy the ride, look back on it fondly. Yeah. Same thing with Godzilla. I can look back at Final Wars and go, cool. <laughs> that was a part. That was a footnote in the history, and it was a wacky time. Like. Even with 98, like 98 was a colossal failure Like for, for a Godzilla <laughs> yeah. fan. Like you left the movie theater going, what the fuck did I just watch? Like that was all of our hopes and dreams that American Godzilla could like do what the Japanese couldn't with the budget and everything and mm-hmm. like all the Hollywood uh, method of doing things. And it was a complete failure. And so like to that, like Final Wars being the last film that they were going to make so much uh, importance is put on it. 50 year anniversary so, too. Yeah. 
yeah, it was 50 year anniversary. So like it did not live up to it. It did right. not live up to what it it was supposed to be. So everybody hated it. But now that we have other things, we're playing with house money, like Anthony said. You can go back and have fun with this movie if you want to. And, and at least it's not boring. <laughs> no, no, it's like, not boring it's at not, all. It's not a Wacky chore to watch that movie. Yeah. But it kind of did it kill the franchise for them because, like I said, they didn't oh, make yeah. the thing a until bit, 2016. Yeah. They're like, oh. I mean, the movie lost money. Well, they planned that, like, from what I hear, it was strategic because in the millennium era, they were putting out movie after movie and nothing was catching. Yeah. So they're like, you know, we just, we, we're saturating the market. No one cares about this right now. Let people miss it for a while. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, 98 didn't work out either. So you know, let's just people, let people miss it for they, a while. They waited, what, 10 years? That's when 14? Yes. Yeah. yeah. And we didn't get a Japanese one till 16? Yeah. And you want to know something? 14 was good, but it didn't catch fire like Godzilla versus Kong. I think that no. movie was the one that really, I think, got the most new people on board. Oh, yeah, for sure. And now that, and now that minus one is out here, all the fucking people who smell their own farts and like it, <laughs> these uh, nose bowlers, they also are in, <laughs> involved. So. But it's funny if you look back, look at, Especially for Imran watching these. Yeah. You look at minus one. Yeah. And you look at Final Wars and just yeah. look at the range of Godzilla yeah. movies that you can potentially get. <laughs> I mean, that to me is amazing. And even Destroyer, you know, that, that is a completely is, different is, is movie. Is there a too. wider range of no. movies in a, another franchise? There really isn't. You can do anything and it like mostly works, but that is wild. Like it's a completely different tone. Another favorite part in this movie after they get Captain Gordon, when they're like, you can't, I know someone we can trust. And he comes back and he sees the two girls there and he's like, Nice work. The guy. It's great. Oh, yeah, yeah. He, he, he sees like, his two babes yeah, there. The with two babes, he's drooling. They're all, they're all in like uh, latex or, or rubber suits or whatever. He says Leather. great things like, don't the, miss the train as they're the running. The girls are, are good looking. They really are. That one, the, the, the one in the red. Yeah, the one in red and the scientist lady. So when the guy gets assigned to the scientist yeah. and then she's standing by and he's, you're not a scientist. You look like a supermodel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And she's wearing like four inch heels. I'm like, what the fuck is? <laughs> oh man, what a it, it's it's. I I just want to wear. If you want if you want to smoke a joint and laugh, is oh my god, I want I want those shades. I'd wear those black shades. They're so super <laughs> cool. I would absolutely wear those out. Those are from Monster nope. Zero. No no problem. Yes, they they made them a little more like streamlined in this one. I noticed, and, but I was like, those are cool. I'll wear them. Uh, okay, well, look, uh, let's wrap it up. Rate this movie for me and rank it amongst, I don't know, your favorite out of the millennium era or altogether. Whoa, man. If you want, whatever you Loaded want to do. question. Anthony. When I first saw it, I probably ranked it probably like a, like a four out of ten, five out of ten, somewhere around there. Upon rewatch, I will adjust my ranking. I will go with a solid six. Okay. I, and I fully acknowledge yeah. this is a bad movie. Yeah. But there is a lot of fun to be had if you go in with the mindset of, I know this is bad, but it's goofy as fuck, and I just want to embrace the wackiness that is this movie. Absolutely. So six out of ten. As far as Millennium Films... Yeah, what's the best one out of those for you? Oh, man. We have, so just so everyone knows, we have Godzilla 2000 Millennium, Godzilla versus Megaguirus, GMK... 
uh, all out attack. Godzilla against Mecha Godzilla, and then Tokyo SOS, and then Final War. I'd have to rewatch these. Objectively, GMK is the be- be- a way way better movie. That's maybe I gotta watch um, the mix. I do like Tokyo SOS. I kind of like Godzilla versus. Ver- the only movie I don't really like is Godzilla versus Megaguirus. Um, I would say this is probably in the middle. Okay, but um, I'd have to rewatch some of those films. Okay. I- this one's probably the worst made. <laughs> Maybe Megaguirus. Megaguirus is pretty bad, too. So if you're saying in terms of just art, it's probably the worst one. But there's just a, a cheese ball factor to this that makes it more memorable. Um, and then as far as all-time Godzilla movies, I mean, it definitely wouldn't be one of my favorites. But right. Okay. It, I have to admit, it rose up the ranks a little bit rewatching it again, going in with the mindset of house money and just yeah. embrace that this is a, a a director's a weird director's love letter to show era in his own diabolical <laughs> neo at mute x-men way yeah it's 50th anniversary i'm gonna put every fucking monster in this movie let's have some fun and Why a not? lot of martial arts and mutants and aliens and, and matrix uh rugs what about you what would you give it where does this go i feel like in this in the pantheon of uh millennium films I feel like a lot of them are just by the book. Like Godzilla 2000 is by the book. It's a by the book Godzilla movie. Uh, Mega Gear is by the book. Uh, I would even say Tokyo SOS and the Kiryu movie are by the book. The only two that stand out are GMK in this one. Yeah. But I like the the Tokyo SOS is the highest quality of all the movies. Okay. Uh, it's the best movie out of all of them. Oh. Okay. I think it's about GMK is more entertaining, I guess. Okay. And has a little bit more fun. But uh I think the the most highest quality film is Tokyo SOS. Okay. But uh it's a little bit more boring though. It's not as action packed. Oh. But this is the most action packed out of Absolutely. all. Absolutely. This one's got all the action. It's got martial arts. It's got sexy legs. <laughs> it's got fucking bad acting. <laughs> It's got fucking spaceships. It's got pimps. It's got pimps and aliens. Uh, it's got some questionable direction and really bad music. Um, but uh, and real uh, one of the worst rendered versions of '98 Godzilla yeah. I've seen. But it's memorable, and I do like the suit. I do like it better than Godzilla uh, 2000 suit. I think it's a it's a pretty good suit. And I like it about just as much as the um, GMK suit. Okay. So, um, yeah, I like. I think it's about a six. Just like Anthony said, he's right on the money with this one. All right. So, out of all the movies I've seen so far of the Godzilla, this uh, this was <laughs> the wackiest one, and I didn't know what to expect. But I I went in. I I, I embraced the camp. I was having a blast. I'm gonna give it a seven. It's, oh yeah, because it was just fucking crazy and wild. I figured you would like this. Did not expect it. I think this Destoroya is a better movie. Oh, but yeah. a little bit, right? But like minus one is like a nine or a ten, right? That's fucking perfection. Um, but I'm glad I watched this. It's just crazy that it, the you know, it ended. It was on the 50th year anniversary and kind of ended the franchise for a well, while. You know what? But it was fun. The next one on your list. It has to be Terror of Mechagodzilla. Yeah, the end of the, the Showa era. Which will be weird for you to watch. Because now we're going back to what? 1976, 75. 75. 
It's like the 20 year anniversary. That would be the 15th Godzilla movie, and that Showa era was. Oh, that was the 20 year. It, yeah. It's a sequel, kind of a sequel too to one before. Oh, by so Mega Godzilla. Yeah, so you'll it'll be interesting for you to watch that one. That's also kind of a uh, not as wacky. You'll you'll see. Last movie directed by Ishiro Honda, who did the original. Godzilla. Oh, that is Ishiro Honda. Yeah. No, I'm. I had fun with Final Wars. I'll tell you, it's crazy, but I can see why it's divisive now that you guys are talking about it. I Our boy, like, um, what's his who, name? Nick Shev does not like Nick this Shev movie. Hates the movie. Yeah, so I can see that. That makes sense. Does Bellotti like this movie? I forget what his thoughts no. were. No. Okay. Uh, but I get it. But watching it randomly, just like that, I, I was like, this movie is why. I, I think what happened is is that they bought this outsider director when they had Shin- Suzuki Kaneko right in the wings, right in the comeback from GMK. Mm. And I think they all would have rather had Kaneko involved than Kitamura. And they're probably right. But Probably you know, right. I mean, the, mov- the movie looks unlike any other Godzilla movie you'll ever see. Oh, uh, okay. And I don't, and not even the good, like in a lot of ways, really bad. <laughs> in a bad way, not in, in a, a bad good way. way. <laughs> straight up, Jace. I mean, straight up, Leprechaun in space yeah, at some yeah, point. Yeah. <laughs> but it those was kind of movies. That's where, yeah, that's where. Oh my god! It was that era where computers are kind of you know, people. Well, and still then a space, them out. A, a spaceship set was just maybe two sets. Yeah, with just yes, it was the. I repeating. think they literally had the control room and the cage that they would spar in. Yeah. Yes, well, one with columns and one with the right. circles, right? Uh but uh, but entertaining. I'll tell you what. All right. Oh yeah, yeah. That was great. Let's do some news from the nation. It's time for, for news from the nation. news from the nation. It stinks. It stinks. It's Thanks. <laughs> Just a couple of things here. Jess Rivera posted a link reminding us, informing us, alerting us. The Boys season four has a release date, June 13th. That's a ways away. Uh, yes. Coming out this summer, weekly installments dropping. They put out a poster with Homelander and uh, that politician lady, Victoria Newman, who she's the head popper. Remember? Oh, yeah. Remember, she's got the virus that they made in Gen B. Uh, so I'm excited, excited for the return season four. I believe they've already got greenlit for a season five and they're going to start shooting that. So I'm there. I'm loving what Amazon's doing. I mean, again, this is the best like superhero shit on TV. They've been, they they have right now. So this isn't going anywhere. Uh, moving on. Daryl K post this article. I saw this. I thought this was pretty interesting about Dennis Villeneuve, Villeneuve. He's got Dune 2 coming out next week. That's what we're going to be reviewing. Let me ask you what you think about these comments that he told uh, the Times of London. But do it in a French accent. Okay. I don't know how you do it. He said, movies, Try have, it. movies have been corrupted by television. <laughs> he says, frankly, I hate dialogue. Dialogue is for theater and television. I don't remember movies because of a good line. I remember movies because of a strong image. He says, I'm not interested in dialogue at all. Pure, Sounds like Adam Wingard. Pure like, image <laughs> and sound. That is the power of cinema. 
But it's then, you know, I don't really like uh, dialogue. I think we should do a whole Godzilla movie without any dialogue. I mean, John Woo just tried it in Silent Night. Uh, wasn't that's it was I, whatever. But I think he wants to do a movie where there's no dialogue. But he's blaming television. Movies have been corrupted by television. What? Is, that's the. This is the most insane I shit think, that I've ever heard. Yeah, I mean, I think you need a strong image. You need a strong sound, and when it properly written line delivered well by an actor is it combined with that that's fucking movies i mean look even music videos have lyrics you know like, why wouldn't you use all the parts of the medium yeah, yeah of course yeah it seems like a little silly it seems a little weird but apparently he may he's made one of the greatest movies ever though, that's so. the thing with these reviews and look, his, he could say whatever he wants now because he's gonna win all the oscars i think look uh there is a lot of things you can do visually yeah you can get a lot of different things. You can tell a lot of story visually. But I think just relying on only that is you're missing out on a whole other toolbox that also works. And I do think people do remember lines from movies. Oh, absolutely. We sit here and we do lines from movies yes, all the time. That's the best part is quoting the memorable so, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. He just sounds like he's smelling his own shit. It does. And like, because I don't even agree with like the movies have corrupted television. I, I don't really see that. Like, yes, no. they've affected it a little bit, but not corrupted. I, this is what happens when you're in, you're doing press and you just say stupid but shit. But he's again, he's made the best movie ever, apparently. So he can say whatever he wants. One last thing, Jose Barra letting us know about season two of Halo. He says as much as season one of Halo was just meh. This season has been fantastic. It's not bad. Yeah. This is the latest episode is incredible. He's talking about episode four. This is, of course, streaming on Paramount Plus. Yeah. The last episode was like a whole space, not space battle, but like an attack on Earth. Whoa. And Master Chief has got no armor on and he's trying to survive and get to where he it's almost like saving private Ryan. Oh, he's trying shit. to get somewhere. Yeah. All right. Well, we're just, he's got to fight a bunch of fucking aliens hand to hand. We're just going to slide into what are we watching? And now I have to catch up because I was, had no interest in this, but now from what I'm hearing, I'm going to catch up and look, it's got the same problems as last time, yeah. except now I'm you like, I know what the problems are and I'm going in watching, knowing what the problems are. And it's at the end of the day. Okay. Halo is a, is a product that has, a budget. They have CG aliens. They have action sequences that are, I would say, a cut above most shows. Yeah. Okay. Like they get out there, yeah. they shoot stuff, yeah. blah, 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 shit explodes. Yeah. It's not like sci fi channel stuff. It's like a cut above that stuff. So, yeah, might want to check it out if you're into that shit. All right. It's not Halo, but it's still pretty good. Yeah, it's different. It's its own thing from the game, but uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna catch up. Uh, Anthony, you watch anything interesting? No, mm, oh, no. Okay, rugs. <laughs> what else? You saw? You watched something else on Paramount? Uh, I've been waiting for this movie because I love fucking Dracula. I don't fuck Dracula, but I love Dracula. Yeah, you love fucking Dracula. We heard you. <laughs> uh. But uh, it is a kind of DL Dracula movie. It's The Last Voyage of the Demeter. Now, if you've read Dracula, the novel. This is the boat Dracula movie. Yeah, you know that Dracula leaves Romania after John Harker comes there and arranges for a boat to take him and a bunch of his biatches all the way over to London so he could start up a whole camp over there and get into like high society and fuck around and be, you know, he was tired of being 
up alone in his castle in Romania where nothing's going down. He wanted to be like part of society. Yeah. So he gets on, he basically puts himself on this boat. And then when he starts to like need to feed, because it's this boat ride's taking a while, he starts taking out the members of the ship. Sure. Like one by one. Man's got to eat. So it becomes like a <laughs> horror movie. Yeah. Now you're in like a, a horror movie on a boat. Yeah. Dracula. Dracula's the fucking, the fucking bad guy. He doesn't really say much. He's just kind of like uh, something that sneaks up on people and fucks them up. Oh, I like that. But I felt like even the movie moved a little slowly, that it was actually done very well. And I I liked it. Oh. I love it. It wasn't an amazing film, but I thought for it, it did exactly what I thought it was going to do. It gave mm. me, you know, a a. A almost like alien type experience where you know an alien you're on a ship yeah you gotta find out what the fuck it is it's alien so it's alien with Dracula is it better Dracula than Renfield or is it unfair to compare the two in the kind of oh I think Renfield is uh it's got great things in it about it but it's overly the message and all that stuff is way too heavy handed this is much more of a horror movie they uh, a kid dies in this spoilers. <laughs> But like, uh, it's it's interesting. I, I I mean, it's not like anything that you haven't seen before. It's not revolutionary. It's very much by the numbers, but it's still good. Right. It's still like a, it's like watching aliens on a ship. Okay, last voyage of the Demeter. It's on Paramount. Yeah, I would say I'd give it like I was give it a score. I'd give it like a a six point five easily. Okay, that's a soft recommend. I think. I think that anything over a six is a movie that you can watch. I don't know if it's you're gonna love it, but it's it's a watchable film. Uh, I've been watching just some random shit. Jose Barra turned me on to this. There's like a true crime doc on Netflix called Lover Stalker Killer. I saw it. He said there's, there's a good twist in it, and I watched it, and it was actually there was a pretty good twist. But so if you're into kind of that stuff, that's uh, that's not bad. I can't. I'm not gonna spoil it. Um, and then just like Curb Your Enthusiasm season two has been or season I gotta 12, watch that. funny. Uh, and that's really about it. I haven't really been watching too many other things. But I do want to mention next week. I'm very excited. Geek Boner. We will be reviewing Dune 2. Listener, get your tickets. If you haven't already, theaters are filling up. That's true. Uh, it's hard to get tickets. Yeah. A lot of people are like, I had to wait till Saturday now. I couldn't get tickets. Uh, so that's crazy. I think this movie's gonna be huge. Everybody's talking about it right now. Rotten Tomatoes, 154 reviews, it said 97% Rotten Tomatoes, 8.7 out of 10. And they're saying it should make somewhere between 60 to 80 million dollars opening weekend. There's a crazy stat in this article that says uh, they're expected to collect 60 to 80 million in its domestic debut. It says it would be the first movie to open above 50 million since October's Five Nights at Freddy's. Is that right? Is that that's crazy? Since October, there have not been any big crazy movies. No, this is going to make the most money uh, that something's made in a in about a year. Because I, you can just tell when you're buying tickets yeah. for it, this, it there's no seats down. in the. Yeah, there's so. so much buzz. You got the popcorn bucket. Make sure you buy that on the way in, listener. Everybody said it was good. Yeah. So. Yeah. 
Every so like it better be fucking good. It better. I'm I'm forcing you to watch this long ass. Well, movie. Anthony, Anthony, I don't know. He, you're not. You're not. You might have to rewatch the the Dune uh, if you want to. Uh, but well, I, from I, what I I've recently, heard, the this second half of the story is the more action packed story. Yes, so. and it picks up right where the first one ended up. I would just watch well, like with a the recap water people, video. right? The desert people. No, that's Avatar. Yeah, oh. yeah, basically. He's on. Uh, well, aren't they? Aren't they blue eyed and they got the blue eyed water yeah. in their nose? They were exiled to the desert planet. No, those are like rebreather. Yeah. Re-breather so basically, things. Paul Atreides, the Atreides family has to go to Dune or, or whatever the, we call. We're gonna call it Dune. Yeah. Arrakis. Yeah, Arrakis. Go to Arrakis to take over for the Harkonnens, but it's a setup, right? Because the Emperor doesn't like the Atreides family. They feel like that they're gonna usurp him. So. They and everybody hates the Harkonnens, even though they're they're very powerful. They're evil, so he puts them there on purpose. So the Harkonnens have no choice but to kill them off, and so they kill off their family. And now Paul Atreides runs into the desert with the desert people, hoping to harness desert power. Now he's going to have to build an army and ride some worms, and he's also he's the prophet, to- the Hatterach, the Quizach Hatterach, or something. Yeah, the Quizach Hatterach. Quizach yeah. Hatterach. There's a lot of names, hmm. but. He also has to work his political shit, too, yes. because if he could somehow like even though he's in love with uh, with Chani, right, he still has like political shit he can do um, and that might may, maybe come into into play later on. So does the emperor has a daughter that needs to marry off to a high family. Right. So there's some like and, Game of Thrones type fucking yeah, there's shit some going Game of Thrones on. shit going there's on. There's some Star Wars battle scenes yeah, going on. Yeah, so the Harkonnens on. have their ver- their dude that's supposed to like like maybe marry this chick right. and so now we'll see what happens. So I mean, if they're this movie is good as everybody's saying, like I almost I got to temper my expectations, but I'm expecting some fucking I don't think it's going to be as shit. Good. I just think that it, it I, I'll be happy if it just continues the story because the version of dude that i saw was i think on a scale of one to ten maybe like an eight okay or like yeah it was good but not great but um it remember one movie can elevate the other so i think wonka is also helping this movie because it has made 600 million dollars and it's still like making good money every weekend it's still out there so he may have two Tim Chalamet is going to have two big hits on his hands, which is kind of crazy. Um, I want to see Wonka. I heard it's good. Uh, the other thing that's coming out, ah. you don't want to go to the theaters. You want to watch something just as good and satisfying. Apparently, the Shogun show on FX drops fe- Tuesday, February 27th. Apparently, this is also uh, very, very good. And I'm looking forward I to it. I will that. watch it. I will watch it. Anthony, it's got Anna Sawai in it. I think that's a, that's reason. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. From yeah. yeah. I didn't really well, like I, her though in that. In the no, show, but so. I I will still give her another chance to be another character. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's bad at. I seen her in the fucking trailer. She's got a sword. She's doing some fighting. I was like, holy shit! This she, she looks. Have badass. you watched the new Avatar? Uh, everybody's talking no, about. No, everybody's talking about Avatar: The Last Airbender. I still haven't watched it. I watched the first episode, and, and it was actually it was a little bit. Um, what do you call it? They, they they beat it like a dead horse. A lot of the stuff they over over uh, wrote it, uh-huh. but it's pretty good. Really, like yeah. like uh, production value wise. Okay, yeah. okay. There, there there are a couple of scenes where the kid looks clearly CG, but uh, other than that, I think that it's 
for a Netflix show looks pretty pretty decent. Fuck, I might have to check that out too. There's just too. There's a lot of shit out there. I don't know if it's good though. Oh. I just know that it's done. It's got high production. I've never now, watched you know? the original cartoon show, so I'm I'm just gonna go. This in one and... will fill you in, no problem. Okay, it does. It does a very. I kind of want to go back and watch that show because it is. It's on a lot of lists of like the best TV shows of like the twenty two thousands because. Because they take their time with it yeah. and they let it unfold. Yeah. And Aang goes through these all these and all the characters go through a lot of growth. They 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 talk to a lot of people. There's a lot of world building. It's very, very rich. And uh I, I feel like it's just like like Lord of the Rings, or it's just like it's a classic piece of uh, of IP. So. so did this Avatar is it more like one piece adaptation or more like Cowboy Bebop? And of no, things. it's a higher production value than both. Oh, I would say. Okay, okay, yeah. Mm. All right. All right. Maybe I'll check it out. Maybe I'll check it out. Yeah, they probably they poured a shitload of money because they know that. Yeah, because Avatar is like you're talking about one of the best American animations that's ever. Yeah, it's got a huge, happened. huge fandom. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, gang, that's it for this week. Rugs, where can the listener find you online? Rugboy show on Twitter now at known as X. There's, Some follow me. Only people that are following right now are like these people with OnlyFans pages that want me to look <laughs> at their boobs. Hey, it's not too bad. At least you got some company. I don't have the money for that. I know that's the problem. Give me a freebie. That's yeah. unfortunate. Anthony, where can the listener find you this week? You can find me on X as <laughs> Really Not Rugboy. <laughs> Check it out. Just going to be destroying his reputation. It's a lot of fun. That's me. Yes. You can also find all that stuff in our episode description. But the most important thing, listeners, share the show. Spread it around to your kaiju friends. Spread it to the next monster you see. Give them one of these. Jogger Nerd. And uh, everything will be great. Thanks for listening to the Jogger Nerd Podcast. My name is Imran. My name's Anthony. He's the jock. He's the nerd. We will peep you next time on Arrakis. Thing, I offer you a chance to be a cop, and you blow it. Some motherfuckers are always trying to ice skate up here. Oh, my balls are hot. Oh, my balls. Talking nerd.